Welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is the very talented Doe or Doe Jones Music. Uh, that's not her name. Her name's not Doe Jones Music, but Doe Jones. Uh, she is a fantastic artist, and she uh, she she lives in the non secular world of music, you know, Christian music, as I should say. She sort of grew up in a Christian family band. And uh, as a young adult, she sort of ran around the country. She was nominated for a Grammy. Uh, her band was, and then she uh, inevit- inevitably, woo, these these words that my American tongue can't handle, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, she inevitably uh, broke off and started her own solo career. I, I really enjoyed her latest album, which is called Clarity. You can find a link directly to the album in the show notes. So please go click around and go follow Doe and go support Doe. I, I really, really enjoyed her album. And I, I, I really like how she was very vulnerable in this album. And it can sort of fit into, I feel like it could fit into a secular uh, world of music. So uh, I definitely feel like it could cross over genres it's very uplifting music but there's a vulnerable side to it that i just find uh absolutely uh refreshing especially when it comes to you know these she she was the pastor's daughter right she's uh she had to maintain this this image but she was able to sort of tap into her you know her insecurities her vulnerabilities and put it out in music and i think that's what's really important i think you can have this glossy you know, um, uh, this glossy life is perfect when you give your life over to God. And uh, it can be like that. And I'm not saying that's what Christian music is about because Christian and gospel music is filled with, you know, the realities of life, you know. And uh, I really do appreciate that. But I really appreciate an artist that will go out of their way to be vulnerable and to put that out there about themselves. So, that's what I really appreciate about them. But I would love for you guys to go and check them out. And, and you know, make sure you leave a comment. Make sure you tell them that you, you tell her that she, you really enjoy what she's doing because uh, she, she is accessible through social media and such. So she's out there. Go go give her some love, please. Go. All the links are in the show notes. Uh, in this podcast, we talk about uh, her you know, coming up as an artist, as a young adult, running around the country. Uh, she's a Grammy-nominated artist. Her family was um, Grammy-nominated. Uh, it was really interesting to talk to her about how she was handling that sort of pressure and how she sort of got through it and her growth as a human being. And we talk a little bit about how, you know, secular music or popular music right now uh, can may have a negative effect on society and culture so you know we we go outside the music talk and we talk a little bit about what her you know 
her personal stances are on a few things. So I really enjoyed this conversation, and I know you guys will too. Doe is coming up here shortly. Again, go check out her latest album called Clarity. All the links are in the show notes, so go and support Doe. Uh, again, Doe is coming up here in just a moment, but first go to brainamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. Go check out her upcoming single called The Moon. It's a very jaunty, uh, old school sounding hip hop song. It's about love and it's very nice. Uh, we, it was, uh, it, it's, uh, it's a hit in her stream. Speaking of her stream, uh, Go check out Raina on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Mystique. Links are in the show notes, of course. She streams four days a week, Mondays through Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So go get yourself some. Also, speaking of Twitch streams, We Speak English Good is also on Twitch. Go and check us out, twitch.tv slash We Speak English Good. We're streaming there a few days a week. We're going to start stepping it up a bit, and I'm going to try to stream more often. We're... um, it's been really fun to sort of start talking about music news and what's going on in the the world of popular music and independent music and all this awesome stuff that's going on so uh come and join the conversation we talk to uh people like joe joe who's joe i don't know who joe is we talk to folks like doe and of course our last episode was our russian metal guitarist uh fedor so we talked to a wide spectrum of musicians there all the all of that is takes place on the live stream so come be a part of the show ask questions come and find out some news you might not have had uh that you might not have found out about and uh we talked about that stuff so come and hang out with us uh jump in the discord if you want to know and stay up to date to what we're doing on the show of course you can follow us everywhere there's links in the show notes for all our social medias which brings me to go like subscribe review like us on twitter instagram tiktok uh, discord all that stuff we are out there we put clips and stuff out there so go enjoy those go like us go follow us go do all that stuff you can also subscribe to us on apple itunes Follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on YouTube and Rumble and Twitch, of course. And, of course, you can leave us a review on Spotify. You can leave us a five-star review. If you like this show, please leave us a five-star review on Spotify. You can leave us a five-star review on Apple iTunes. Write a review. It's very helpful for people to find us in the algorithm. So go ahead, help us out. Good times. All right, uh, that's enough out of me. Let's jump on over to Doe and uh, let's have a great time, shall we? So everybody, put your hands together for Doe. Thank you again, and uh, can, can you tell people a little bit about yourself before we get started? Yeah, um, I am a musical artist. Uh, my music fits into a lot of different genres, and I am really excited about what I get to do 
Um, I love traveling. I love doing ministry, seeing people, touching people, and actually being there face-to-face. Pandemic made it hard to do that. Um, but, you know, the church found a way, and I thought that was really great. And um, and it made things like this more, you know what I mean, uh, well-known. People found wonderful platforms that offer this uh, type of service as well. And so there's, you know, there there were so many pros and cons to that season. But um, we're we're back in the swing. So I've been traveling a lot and um, just got back in town this morning, actually, from Durham. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, I was ministering in a church there. And uh, I just thank you for having me. We just released an album in February and uh, hope you guys I know we're going to get into all that, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> check it, me out. <laughs> well, no, the album is called Cl- uh, Clarity, and it is so beautiful. And, you know, you, you were saying there that you fit into so many genres. Thank you, Cartagena. Uh, how, how the heck are you, Cartagena? Welcome in. Uh, <laughs> thank you for those biddies. I appreciate that. Uh, I, I um, You know, because I was listening to Clarity, and I was, I was thinking because – you know, you fit into the the spiritual realm uh, of music, Christian music, uh, but you also, it sounds very secular too. It sounds very inspiring as well. Uh, is there a, um, is there a want to go into more of a secular direction or, or are you comfortable where you're at? Um, I think there's a want to put every message that I've learned in my life in melody Mm. I heard there's a song that uh, or there's a lyric in a song that says the truth don't scare you in a melody. Mm. And I think there's so many ways to put the truth of the gospel uh, and the, the lives that those people lived and the life that I'm living along with God into a melody to, to help somebody. And, um, you know, I, I am a Christian. I live a Christian lifestyle and I have I'm having a human experience here on yeah. earth. And uh, and I sing about it all. And so I think the desire is to be all that I all that I am and, and to be success, successful in every industry that I enter into, I want to be successful. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, I don't, I think obviously you have to keep your ambition in check and stay humble. Um, but everybody has to do that. And, um, but I want to, I want to work hard. I want to be successful. How do you stay humble? I mean, because you're doing pretty well and you're traveling a lot and you, your name is out there. I mean, your your name is getting out there. How do you stay humble? How do you stay grounded? Thank you for that. Um, I think I have there. There's one pastor that said it to me like this, like, hey, you need to make sure you have a shut up crew around you. And, <laughs> right. It sounds so harsh, right? Why do no, I it doesn't. Shut I up get all the time. It. But yeah, but you need you need people around you that are going to say, hey, shut up. Like you are out of line or, hey, sit, sit down and rest for a little bit. Like you're overdoing it. And um, and they're saying it because they have genuine concern for you. Um, I think being involved in a community um, or what some people like to say call church, but in a, in a community of people where um, you're living life together um, and walking through this, this abundant life thing together, walking your salvation out, learning about each other, learning about yourself, getting healing, getting therapy, all of these things, as well as the spiritual practices that we often talk about, like reading your Bible and spending time with the Lord, all of those things, it's all, you know, one thing you've got to be able to rub shoulders with people in order to know what offense feels like. And then that's when you learn what forgiveness is, you know, Um, or forgiving yourself. And um, so just really leaning into your present season and, uh, and and never despising it and saying, God, why am I here? And what am I supposed to learn during this time? 
Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I, I you know, it, it's really interesting. Um, you know, like to 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 see where like mainstream music is going right now, and um, yeah, I, I it, it almost seems like, and you know, I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm not anti-God or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying yeah. here. I, I know what a preface for a so- for a question, right? No, thanks. <laughs> but but, what do you think about sort of this um, this movement in music, where it, it, especially in the secular realm? I mean, like like a song like WAP. I don't know. Are you familiar with Nicki Minaj? Is that Nicki Minaj? Yeah. Okay. I feel like it was a uh, what the other girl. Oh no, Cardi B. My bad. Oh my god. Sorry, Nikki. I mean, <laughs> uh, love them both. I love both the artists. I I, I think. Okay. But when you see stuff like that, or when you see, especially, um, you know, like like Travis Scott recently was, uh, he had a a um, a festival down in Texas, and there was a lot of this dark satanic um, uh, themes to it. What? How does that strike you when you see that sort of coming onto the mainstream? Uh, music. I mean, with WAP and stuff, and I'm not judging anybody or anything. If you want to do your thing, uh, do your thing. But I- I'm just curious in how you feel about how this is sort of making its way back into the or making its way into the mainstream. I think we just okay. So, the, so both of those artists' songs were very uh, extremely um, forthright in their message. Sorry, my little ring light went off. Oh, you good? And each message was different you've got one that's like hypersexual and then hyper spiritual and satanic in um in nature and you know i from what i hear those that that try to add in these uh satanic images don't really um believe per se in in those practices they just know that it's going to garner a lot of attention and a Mm. lot of conversations like (laughs) like this one uh then you have people who are very spiritual in um, in the, in the industry who, who really are searching for power or for that divine to connect to that divine thing that will make this thing on the inside of them make sense. And, um, and a lot of people feel like that is sex and that it is so powerful and it is going to help them tap into this greater, deeper level. My sexuality helps me tap or tap into the greater level of myself. And this is who God made me to be. And, La, la, la. And when you look at it, it's really all us they're searching for and feel like they have found that thing mm. and tapped into that thing. And that's why I think it's important for um, me and everybody, but me to really um, to be bold with my message. And what, because I feel like I found that thing. I know I found the thing. Yeah, yeah. I know that I found the well that never runs dry. And I think my job is to preach that. And I think that I can do more uh, by preaching that than preaching against, uh, because if I just preach against that, I draw more attention to that message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? It does. I want to draw attention to to my message, and I'm not dodging or juking the question, no, because no, I no, think no. you all know, if I'm a Christian, you all know, if I'm a Bible-believing Christian, you all know how I feel about the messages in those songs, mm. um, but I want to shine a light in those areas and say, mm. hey, guys, I, try this thing over here, uh, <laughs> yeah. because... <laughs> No, you're going to, you know what I mean? You're going to carry a lot less baggage and you're going to lose a lot of things that you've been carrying uh, that have weighed you down all your life. And you're going to stop searching. You're never going to thirst again. Mm. And, um, and I feel the anointing and I feel the power on those words and in that message. So I got to be passionate in my pursuit. When I write songs like clarity, 
uh, that talk about how I felt the pressures of being a pastor's daughter. Mm. But then I realized that I had to strip those layers back. I did not want to carry the baggage of those layers anymore. And I had to choose to do that, you know, but it was something that the Holy Spirit showed me like, hey, this is tripping you up in your relationships. This is why you suck in relationships because you feel like you need to perform all the time, you know? So yeah. uh, that's kind of, that's my answer to that. Is no, like, that, that's a great hey, answer. Yeah, there's room for me in that, yeah. on that stage too. No, no, yeah, because in the thing about like satanic images and sex, those things have always been sort of part of music as well. You know, I mean, sure. think about Alice Cooper or Marilyn Manson or... Yeah, in in or or on the sexual side of things, uh, you know, and, and I love how you put that—that that they sort of found this, uh, they sort of tapped into this power, that they found this sort of way to get that kind of attention, to get that kind of you know money and fame or whatever it is they're seeking. I, and yeah. uh, I I absolutely loved how you sort of spun it in your own way because you're you're saying it's like, hey, I found my way in. It's like it's just it's 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 a little bit more of a positive message and and you know I, I don't know like when you think about the effects that one message has on people and the other you know like your message it, I, yeah. I mean I don't know what I I understand that you know what your message is is very inspiring and you're very good but do you think that that uh, the other side do you think that's having an effect on on culture on 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 or, or do you think it's all entertainment? Um, <clears throat> what they're doing? Yeah, what you're. Well, yeah, what they're doing. Yeah. Yes, it is having an effect on culture. Um, I mean, just look at. I mean, if you look at what's selling right now, mm. you know, I, I think you hear so many people say with pride in their heart, there's they they believe this. They believe sex sells. Mm. And um, and as a woman, I feel like. I want to sell more than my body. I want to sell, well, I don't want to sell my body at all. <laughs> I want to, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd like to put my intellect on display and the other parts of me that are, um, that to me will live beyond my body, uh, my words, um, my love, um, my love for Christ. And, um, you know, I think that, I think what people will find, and this is what I believe, um, when you sell sex and when you sell um, some other way, and what, when I say that they're looking for something, um, I, I mean they're looking for something that gives their soul peace and they feel like they're finally able to tap into the divine in some way. Mm. I believe there's, there's no other way to truly tap into eternal life and to tap into the true divine except through Jesus Christ. And so that's what I'm saying. I found mine. Yeah. And my job is to talk about mine. They're talking about theirs. They feel like, yo, sex is what it is. Yeah. Yo, this demonic stuff is what it is. You're going to get power here. You're going to get fame here. And I'm like, hey, there is so that is there's so much more to life than that. Yeah. There there is another life actually, an alternative life than what you're living. And not to cast a shadow on it, but I, I do want to say that uh, what I have to give, I believe, totally eclipses mm. um, this message that that you are preaching. And they should be fine with that if they live in a competitive world. They're mm. all out there competing for their voices. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, so um, if you, if that's the pointed answer that you're looking for, yeah, it has. It doesn't have. To me, it doesn't have the most uh, <laughs> healthy effect on on culture and young people. Yeah. 
Well, um, I, I was just curious, yeah. coming from your perspective, you know, and, and there's a lot of, um, you know, when when you have these songs, especially like a song like WAP, you know, like they, they, they're talking about women empowerment. Um, and, and, you know, again, I'm not judging. It, please, uh-huh. you know, do your thing. It, they found uh-huh. their way, you know, like you said. Uh-huh. But um, what, what do you feel like uh, women empowerment is for you? Yeah, you know, this whole thing um, concerning like equality and people wanting every gender to have the same amount of respect Mm. or wanting women to have the same amount of respect as men. Um, I think we defeat the purpose uh, of that when we... um, when we are sexualized and objectified. Mm. Um, the other side of that is um, people who, there are women out there who identify like with this very extreme feminist idea, um, which is that, <clears throat> well, it's not that though. It's, it's that I want women to be able to do whatever they want with their body and nobody tells them what to do. Yeah. And um, because men have that freedom as well in our society. Right. Mm. And I totally get that. Um, I just think that drawing attention to your sexuality overtly is going to defeat even the purpose of that. Um, and so, and that's my opinion, you know? And so for me, I'm like, let's talk about what I bring to the table that, uh, other men get to be in the spotlight for all the time. Yeah. Let's talk about that. I can bring that to the table too, um, in business meetings, um, in songwriting. Um, uh, let's talk about the fact that I am building my own business, that I'm going to leave a legacy and I'm not married. And if I don't get married, it'll be under my name and it'll be just as powerful and just as impactful that I will be able to pass my message down to the next generation. And it will go like this and continue. And I'll be able to do that. God will empower me to do that as a woman. And, um, and so, I don't know. I, I think that that's my version of empowerment is, um, let's let, if we're going to make it equal, then let's do that. And I think there will always be things that men, uh, are able to do that that women can't do and women that women will be able to do that men can't do because we're biologically different. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody can, no one can change that. Yeah. You're never going to, you're never going to get sick once a month. If you know what I mean, you're never <laughs> yeah. going to, no matter what you do, you're right. never going to experience that. Right. Right. And, um, you know what I mean? So yeah. I find power in that and being a woman, but, um, yeah, I just, I want women to be free to lead um, and to have the same positions as men and not um, and not have to use sex as the driving force to get that either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, when you look at socially right now, you know, there is sort of a, you know, there is sort of a, a blurring of lines, so to say, mm-hmm. and, and, and gender and stuff. And, and again, I'm not judging. I'm not trying to talk bad about anybody because whatever your lifestyle is that's your choice you know yeah uh, but but yeah I, I do agree I do agree like you, no matter what you do <laughs> you're never gonna <laughs> have you know like it's never you're never gonna feel the the pain of of you know a monthly 
you know, your monthly yes. time. So it, it's, or, yeah. or being pregnant, you know, being pregnant. Yeah. At, at least not yet. At least not yet. Who knows know, what the right? future might bring? <laughs> Who knows? Right. Right. They're but, working hard over there. They, they might uh, just make it happen. <laughs> they are. Yeah. Really. You know, uh, technology, have you ever heard of CRISPR before? Uh, it's like this gene editing stuff. It's very, no. it's crazy. It's crazy. It's like uh, they're able to start, they're starting to be able to edit genes and sort of be able to like weed out, um, you know, disease or weed out. Okay, I did hear things. about that. I didn't know that's what it was called. Yeah, it's it's, it's weird. It's like CRISPR, C-R-I-S-P-R-R. -R, I think that's what it's called, but it's wow. wild. You, sh you should definitely look into it. It, it, it. There's a whole, the future is crazy. The future is just going to yeah. be so mind bending. Uh uh, Raina is in the chat. She was saying that uh, you can't quantify women's empowerment. A woman's power is a culmination of the healing of her life's trauma. Oh, that's, that's really beautiful. That's it. Yeah, that is. That is. That's good, Raina. Thank you so much. Come on. What is that? What does Morby say? CRISPR has uh, eight to be precise. Oh, is that what? Oh, I see. CRISPR Cas8 to be precise. Excuse me, Morby. Sorry. I didn't mean to get it wrong. I'm not a scientist. Pizza. What's up, buddy? How you doing, buddy? I hope you're doing okay. Welcome in. Uh, so yeah, I, 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 um, uh, I, again, I, I really enjoyed your, your music and I really enjoy what you're doing, but I'd love to talk about, I mean, you've lived a whole life of, of music and you've grown up in the church and you've grown up with, uh, what was it, the Jones family? What was the name Forever of Forever Jones. Forever Jones. Forever Excuse Jones. me. I was going to say the That's Jones right. family band. What is going on here? We are that too. <laughs> <laughs> what What is that like growing up in that kind of situation? Were you guys touring a lot? Were you guys visiting other uh, churches and, and performing? Or was it a very localized situation? Um, no, we went on tours. We got nominated for two Grammys yeah. uh, Five, six stellars, I think, and five doves. And um, we won a stellar. And yeah, we had a really great run. You know, we did a lot of um, uh, events for the label where we would be like in arenas with other gospel artists and wow. singing. And then we did a lot of churches and stuff. And um, and then there, it was a rise and kind of a fall. And uh, we got dropped from the label. Oh, wow. And, um, and but we kept singing. We kept moving forward. We kept doing our thing. Yeah. And then um and then we all just kind of went like this and um, <laughs> everybody everybody sort of went their own direction. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got one brother in New York and I've got one brother in Shreveport. He's married. My sister's in Shreveport, she's married with three kids. My mom and dad oh. are pastoring in Dallas, and my baby sister just graduated from Christ of the Nations. Oh. And she's uh pastoring with them and, and she's my travel assistant at times. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. So, I mean, what what is that like traveling as a child? Like, I, I mean, uh, were you like, what's what's that like? I, I can't even imagine. Uh, uh, did you have I, I, I can't imagine that was a quote unquote normal upbringing. What, what was that like as, you know, coming up as a child and sort of touring around and being in these sure. arenas and you know, yeah. that, that's a lot for a kid. You know, I couldn't imagine my eight-year-old son right now just running around the country, you know, doing that right now. So I, I'm yeah. just curious on what that was like from your perspective. Yeah, well, I was 20 in my 20s. Oh, you were? My, okay. Yeah, but we had we had a baby in the family. She, oh. uh, I, don't, I don't remember how old she was. She like eight. I think she was, she was young like that. Oh. We were a unit. We were so protective. My sister would bring her babies, but she would bring a nanny. Mm. And, um... 
I think th- I think for them, it's just this like blurry past of just us running through airports and tired and ministering on the stage. And and um, but they, you know, she I think that Maya, gosh, you know, so now I get to talk to her as an adult. Yeah. She talks about times where she resented it. Mm. And um, and at this age, though, she's she said, I just feel so blessed to have been a part of mm. that. You know, I think when you're a kid and you're a part of something really big, because we would give her a mic that that wasn't turned on yet until she was able to sing. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, but she she just wanted to be a normal kid at times and didn't mm. want to have anything to do with it. And yeah. she was just like, ah, leave me alone. You know, um, but now she's like, no, I get it. I just I couldn't understand it as a child. And she's yeah. so thankful Um but yeah, it was, it's a, it's when I look back, it's a blur. I have a funny story sure, when, when, um, there's a specific airline. I don't know if I'm even allowed to say it, but when <laughs> they first came out, everyone thought the prices are so low. So we, I think, you know, what I'm talking yeah, about. I do. I do. <laughs> so, there, so there's a church that, um, booked all of our eight flights and all of our, our tickets through, um, that airline thinking, Oh my God, these are amazing prices. Wait though. <laughs> yeah. We had, you know, that was back when we were traveling with CDs and oh luggage. So <laughs> I just have this memory of looking over because I heard my dad go, what? He's like, yes. <laughs> Angry. It ended up being about $2,000 over our ticket price just to travel. Wow. And it was insane. Yeah. But yeah, that was funny. That's, you, you can't imagine what we look like lugging all of that stuff through the airport. I can't. I can't. I mean, like, my goodness, traveling with CDs and, I mean, probably merchandise as well, uh, you know. Yeah. Like, and, and you had a whole crew, I imagine, right? I mean, it wasn't just you guys. You probably had some people helping a little bit. Yeah, like one or two. Oh, one or two. <laughs> okay, so dang. You guys are really doing it. Wow. That that's incredible. That I I that that's wild. I mean, like I I, I get mad every time I have to pay for my undercarriage for my keyboard. I'm just like, oh man, hey. <laughs> you know, my key yeah. have to pay for this too. And then and then I'm like, I hope I have a stand at the venue because I'm not paying for a stand. That's for sure. <laughs> but yeah. you know, that's the that's right. that that's that life though. That's that life. Um, so I mean, even in your twenties, that's a lot. You know, I always tell people, you know, especially people who find success in in their in their early, you know, your your brain's not even developed all the way yet. You know, yeah. you're you're still your brain. I mean, like literally, your brain's still growing, and so like yeah. it, to have all that stimulation, all that you know, lugging stuff through airports, being tired, being exhausted. I mean, I know what it's like to be on the tours. And I mean, I, I've never been like flying around the country or anything, but I've definitely been in vans with a bunch of stinky dudes, you know. And, and, <laughs> you know. The real thing. That's the a real, real ministry right there. <laughs> I'm telling you. It, it is. So, I mean, I can't imagine just doing that as, you know, a 20-year-old even um, and holding it all together, you know, just just – you know, mentally, like what was, what, what, what did, were you old enough then to sort of take a step back and sort of like uh, understand your mental health or was it just sort of like momentum of life, go, 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 
no, I didn't, I didn't have a good, I didn't have a good beat on just even those two words, mental health uh, until I got older. Um, and sometimes, you know, in the church community back then, we weren't that good at it and we're better at it now. Mm. Um, so we would pray a lot. We would pray the demons away, you know, if we thought, you know what I mean? No, no, no. That was kind of the thing. Yeah. Just, just pray and fast and get healed, you know? And, um, and so I think we're realizing that there's deliverance in talking through these days as well, as well as prayer and fasting. I still believe in all of that. Um, Oh, it's that my batteries, <laughs> not oh. my phone battery, but a little light. We'll just take it off. That's I don't fine. even need it anymore. <laughs> no, you're good. We got you. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, so I think I'm thankful now because I feel like I have been exposed to the importance of mental health and constantly talking to people about it now. But, but back then I didn't have a good beat on it. Mm. I was just, you know emotional about things and just trying to trying to make it through trying to make sure that when we got up there we were in position in our hearts to be used by God and um and then privately I I just had a lot of moments that were um a little that were tough or walked through some depression here and there Mm. and just had to trust God um but you know I'm not saying I wasn't a happy happy camper but I'm definitely way more healthy now than I was then Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Again, at, at twenty years old, I mean, what what did I? I mean, I, I always just think of myself at twenty. I was a mess, so like I couldn't imagine being under the stress and pressure of of you know running around the country and, and you know arenas and spirit. Sorry, oh, almost said it. I was flying in these terrible airlines and stuff. So I I I, I was a mess. So I, I always yeah. just I always try to think about how I was, and then how does how you know how does that reflect. All right, I I know Cartagena. I know you know what it is. <laughs> uh, but but what what was the point? What what was that? Um, what was the decision, or what what sort of pushed you in the decision to sort of take your own steps and and move away from the family band and and start your own path? You know, I in 2014 I said it. I said I'm going solo, uh, and I made a EP. And it was a prayer tool. So it was just, it was music that I wrote that was going to help people pray. Sometimes music helps you stay longer than you would without it when you're praying. You Mm. know what I mean? Sometimes it does. It just helps you just stay there. And um, so I I made that. And then I I just kept, you know, producing little songs here and there. And and I was like, you know, and I went to Full Sail for the business of music. I got my bachelor's in the business of music. Oh, cool. Heck yeah. Yeah. Is that that the one in Ohio or Florida or neither? Florida. Florida. Okay. Winter Park, Florida. Yeah. So I learned a lot about how to build my own by by getting that degree. Yes. And, um, And that was really great for me. And then um, I got my master's in creative writing, and that was a year, uh, a year, an accelerated program. <clears throat> that was one of the hardest things I'd ever done. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why was it hard, or mm-hmm. why did I do it? Well, no. Why? What? Both. I mean, but why? <laughs> why? Why was it hard? Why was it one of the? It hardest? was hard. Oh my gosh, it was hard because I was um, getting over. I was getting over some some heart breakups and issues and uh and getting therapy and moving forward i was so emotionally drained Mm. that i almost didn't make it and i remember i took a month off because they offered me that and when i came back i finished but i felt like i 
rolled over the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> it just uh, I made it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, you I know, know what I mean? I do. I do. It's like you go through stuff, but life still has to go on. Right. And right. I was like, I am not going to have school debt and nothing to show for it. I will not. <laughs> hey, so You need that kind you know, of determination, I, though. Like That determination <laughs> is so important, especially in a business like this. It's like if you're not oh determined gosh. and if you're not self-determined or self-motivated yeah. to keep pushing, like, you know, no one's just going to come and drop a Grammy in your pocket, you know, in your lap. Sure. No one's going to just yeah. come and just, you know, here's here's your ticket. You know, here it is. Welcome to Hollywood. Yeah. You know, it's like. Yeah, it's you have to like push through all those moments, whether you're sad, you're happy, you know, whatever it is, you have to sort of find a way through it or else this is not going to work. I mean, you know, yeah. And sometimes you need to step away from it. And like you said, you took a month off and and you needed a month to just sort of, you know, decompress. Yeah. I, yeah. That, that, yeah. I, I, and so, so why creative writing? I, I, I understand. I, I, I kind of understand why you would want to do that as a songwriter and such. But what was your reasons? You know, I actually I remember feeling like I needed. I, I'm supposed to do to get my master's in this uh, program, mm. and uh, I got accepted, and I, and I did it. And when I tell you, because creative writing is the is a master's in the art of storytelling. Mm. So it's not, uh, it's nothing musical actually at all. Hmm. Um, so my, um, <clears throat> my thesis was a screenplay oh. and yeah. And full sale does a great job. Uh, at least when I was there, they did a great job at, if you were getting a degree for a specific industry, they were going to find whatever's making the most money at that time in that industry and push you towards that and teach you how to do it <clears throat> and how to research it. And, um, and that's what they did for me. And so, yeah, that's why I did. And, and I, so I wrote a screenplay and the thing with screenplays is you have to write in perfect present tense. You can't write a feeling in or an emotion because the capture, the camera can't capture that. Mm. You have to write an action that, um, personifies the feeling or the, or, or puts it into that a camera can like someone throwing a plate down and, um, you know, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it does. And no adverbs. You can't say harshly. Oh. You know, it's so, it was so, like, it just, it really grew me, you know. So I came out of that a way better writer. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. So so do you write a lot besides music? Do you, like, journal or do you write? Are, are Do you, like, you know, write books? I mean, like, what do you, do you want to pursue writing? I do. Yeah. I do want to pursue that. And I, when I'm inspired to, I write poems. Oh. Nobody knows that unless you get really close to me. Oh. Actually, barely no one knows that, but I write poems and oh. um, I'll, I'll be up in a, a plane and, or I'll be looking at a couple in, a, in an airport and I'll think, um, and I'll be watching their little kids running around, driving them insane. And I'll write about what is keeping them um, together and in love or keeping the fabric of even their marriage together in that moment. I like, you know, yeah. doing stuff like that. And, and, um, that sounds really silly, but <laughs> no, that sounds really beautiful. Honestly. I mean, you have to sort of put yourself <laughs> in other people's shoes to sort of understand, you know, try to get an idea of what their lives are like. Like you said, you're trying to, you know, why do they stay together? Why are, you know, what, what makes them want to keep pushing on when all these yeah. things are fighting against them and, 
yeah. character development and story arcs yeah. and all those cool I things. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I, the, with the screenplay, uh, what was the screenplay about? It sucked, okay? <laughs> well, no, I mean, um, okay, we, we're not going to read it or anything, but, you know, what was the overarching theme, I guess? Yeah. I feel like, okay, so I think it was about a girl who was, um, who thought that she had become an orphan just because she was unwanted. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but it really was because um, she was the daughter of a um, of a CIA agent and who couldn't keep her. Um, but she ended up being sold off to, see, I need to go back. I actually see a really great storyline. <laughs> she ended up being uh, picked up by another agency um that was uh that create that molded her into a um what do you call it an assassin oh and one day being sent out to kill her uh dad well who ended up being her dad or something like that wow. some crazy twist that's, that's actually really yeah. <laughs> i'm like hey i think i should revisit that you know i mean but, just uh, clean that up you know just i mean clean it up and and, and make huh? it some, polish it up and there you go you got it you yeah. got it i mean that 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 would be really cool to, to do uh if you sort of started getting into movies and stuff, I don't know how you'd have the time. I mean, you seem very, very busy with Neither. your career right now. Uh, you, how how do you manage your time? Because like when I see like you're doing interviews, you're you're constantly running around. I mean, you're signed to to a subsidiary of Sony, I believe, right? They're uh, I mean, you're basically yeah. Sony Records signed. And I, what how how do you find time? How do you manage your time? Day by day, man. I, I get back in town yeah. and I'm like, I don't want to do laundry. Um, every now and then, I actually decided the other day, I don't even think I should be telling the whole world this, but I can't anymore. So guys, I found this company that will do wash and fold for me and they will pick up my laundry and bring it back folded. Yo. And I just put it in the drawer. <laughs> I, I listen, feel that. And it's like 50 bucks. Do you know what I realized? It was, I realized like, I'm not paying so I could be lazy. I'm paying, I'm buying more time yep. to do other things. That's Absolutely. literally what I'm doing. And time is way more uh, valuable than being able to say I did my laundry. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's bougie or anything. It's like when you have people who find, have assistants, you know, or who, who Listen. are, or, um, you know, like even have house cleaners, you know, I mean, like, and you right. ain't got to be like super rich to have a house cleaner. They're, they're kind of oh. affordable. They're kind of affordable yeah. if you can do it. And yeah. it, it, there's nothing wrong with that. There's it, spending your time scrubbing baseboards, you know, spending your entire weekend scrubbing crap out of the walls. I mean, that sounds, that sounds tedious. And, and I'm not even as busy as you. I'm pretty sure I'm not. So like, <laughs> I feel you so hard. I'd rather be producing uh you know art or making something or, or you know having something to show for my time rather than a clean house which you know there's there's something to be said about a clean house or whatever but oh my gosh yes <laughs> but still yes. no i feel that so hard I, I i definitely feel that i i no judgment here no judgment here you get Thanks. your you get your <laughs> folded laundry thank you so much <laughs> yeah I, so uh 
you know, like when you're when you're moving around, uh, when you're moving around from like church to church, what what yeah. is the what is like the the way you mostly travel? Are you mostly flying? Do you drive? What, how do you do? Or does it yeah. depend? The... Um, I never drive unless it is faster than flying. Ah, you got to get there two hours before, or I get there an hour and fifteen minutes before if it's a pretty good fast airport, mm. and then you get on the plane and then you land and then you wait for your bag. So it's like if I could drive there faster, which is very rare. <laughs> um, so I, I ninety nine percent of the time I'd say I fly right now. Nice, nice. And, um, so, and I stick with American because I'm building miles and trying to get that status up so I can get free upgrades. <laughs> Got to get the upgrade. Got to uh, get it. Uh, so, like, when you say when you're ministering, are you actually, um, I'm sorry if I don't have better words for it, but are you actually, okay. like, preaching? Are you, like, are you going and being, like, the minister for the day? Or is it uh, yeah. or, uh, or is it just playing music? I, I'm sorry. I'm just a little confused on what that means. Yeah, so... It's such a broad term, really. Mm -hmm. um, so that may look like for me, um, <clears throat> like I'll go do a women's conference for a weekend. Mm -hmm. um, women's conferences might mean that I'm doing leading, doing the worship for the whole women's conference. And then I'll do maybe two breakout sessions and, um, and then do the Sunday morning worship experience as well. And then um, maybe Sunday night. Or maybe not. I actually, use, I, these days, I don't do three services in one day because Ooh. I only have one voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I come home. Um, but like this last weekend, I was just uh, there for an anniversary, uh, the church anniversary. So I was a part of their program, a small part of their program. And and it was nice. And, and I don't travel alone uh, anymore. I don't ever do that. I think it's just safer to always have somebody there. And yeah. sometimes it's just an MD um, one of my brothers who, who can play keys, you know, and kind of follow me as I'm singing because mm. I'm, I ain't never going to just stick to the song. <laughs> yeah. so, so I'm like, Hey, can you just follow me? And, yeah. and they do really right. well. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it just depends. It could be me just, I mean, and when I'm there, when I say I like to touch people, I like to shake their hands. You never know what God is going to have you say to encourage somebody or what you're going to share from your story that pulls somebody off of the cliff. Um, you know what I mean? You just yeah. never know. Yeah. And there have been moments where I've gone and led worship at a church, but then I'm sitting at the table and I'm sharing with someone my story and they start weeping. And I'm like, this is why I came. Yeah. I didn't come for the, the three services to sing my single and talk about my product. Yeah. I came because God wanted to meet with you and encourage you and you needed somebody to look you in the eye and tell you that you matter. Yeah. And, um, and I've had so many moments where God used other people to do that for me. So I know what that means, yeah. uh, for people. You know, that's very powerful. The, they say if you're depressed or if you're not feeling so great about yourself, go and serve, right? Go out and serve your community or serve your church. And I feel like that's such a huge part of serving is, 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 you know, Touching people, just like you said, I I I worked at a homeless shelter over the winter, and um, you know I'd just be having casual conversations with some of the residents, and 
you know, before we knew it, they're crying and, and just making eye contact and, 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 you know, remembering their name and just, just sort of giving them that, just giving them that respect, something that they don't usually get, you know, out in the streets. So good. I, I, I found it so, so healing. It was, Mm -hmm. uh, it was, and it was very surprising to me. Like, and I've served in my community and stuff in different aspects and, uh, but, but it, but the, it was it was at a time where I was feeling not so great about myself too, and like I, I don't know, it was just such a beautiful thing. So I I, I can totally relate to what you're saying when you're just mm-hmm. talking to somebody and all of a sudden tears are coming, or that whatever you just said to them, even if it was just the most casual thing, mm-hmm. that meant so much to them and that pulled them off the cliff. And yeah, I, I, I love that so much. I love that that's a part of who you are. I, that's just, that's really cool. That's really, really cool. Uh, so tell me about Clarity. I, I really, uh, again, I, I, I love the album. It's beautiful. And uh, and it has all these different elements that in where I feel like it could be played on, you know, a pop station or even, uh, you know, a non-secular station or it, it it definitely fits in in a lot of places and and it's really awesome and it's you know modern and and uh, you know it's just I, what was clarity um, was there a a step between your last uh, your last album and this album was was there a, a growth or were you do you feel like there was a change that happened between the last two albums so much growth. Mm-hmm. Um, so much growth. 2020 happened while I wrote the album. Mm. Uh, and so as I was writing and recording, I was having to sit with feelings and certain things that were happening in our country. And then uh, as I was sending songs into um my label was like, okay, that's pretty, but we want to hear, there's a, there's enough pretty stuff out there. We want to hear something that's genuine to who you are. So me thinking I'm a amazing songwriter and I could just, whatever, whatever, you guys are going to like it. Hearing that from my label was like, it pushed, took me back to the drawing board that I didn't know I needed to go back to. And um, I just remember tapping this well after I broke, when I broke and I was like, I can't, I tapped into this well of honesty that I didn't know existed. And that's where the gems like I try and um, take me back. And um, the other songs on the album, Clarity, they were there waiting, you know, waiting to, to get out. And, um, and so that was a really beautiful moment for me. And, you know, you when you find that level of honesty, you're like, I didn't know I could, am I allowed to say this? And then you're like, I should only be saying this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I should only be this honest. And that's what it was for me. Yeah. There, there's something about vulnerability that... That is that that touches people more than anything that I've ever found. Really, it's, it's yeah. like that. That I mean, that's what they want from you, right? It's like because you can always sing about you know, 
you know, loving God and, and doing right and doing all these things, but who is Doe, right? Who is who yeah. who am I who am I following here? Who is this person that I've been, you know, watching grow over the years from you know, from from a family band to your own uh your own career and then and now here. Uh yeah, yeah. I mean vulnerability is everything, I think. Um or, yeah. or some most of it, I guess. I mean, I guess it's not everything, but you know, mm -hmm. uh, again, songs like WAP are very popular. So <laughs> I don't know how yeah. vulnerable that is, but still, it, it, I, I think it's a, a very important thing that uh, a lot of artists tend to stray away from. Was that was it hard for you to do that? Was it hard for you to sort of be more personal, personal with your writing? Yeah, it was. It was because, <clears throat> I mean, if you listen to my music, then you realize that I had a lot of performative layers that I carried um, to appease or to um, maybe make people comfortable. And, and maybe in times they didn't even care and I thought they cared. Yeah. And then maybe other times I took on the cares of uh, other people where I shouldn't have. And um, so, um, like when I wrote I Try, um, there are words in there that I know people hear and they're like, I know exactly, if you grew up with me, they're like, I know exactly what she's talking about right here. Um, <clears throat> and so I always wanna be honest with the level of honor as well. I think there's a way to be honest and tell your story. Um, but yeah, it was hard. If you have lived your life with a mask on, then you feel like you're not yourself with the mask off. Um, and some people call that imposter syndrome or whatever, but, um, I'm just so thankful because this is, this is the work of, uh, the, the divine within you. Um, it is not just preach, 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 preach the gospel. It's also get healthy and get healed, yeah. like live the abundant life, um, have healthy relationships. And, um, uh, and so, I was able to see the work of that in me and me, um, you know, letting go of, if I can say this trigger word, uh, the sin of passivity or the sin of saying, I must be passive in order to survive. Mm -hmm. I must not ruffle anyone else's feathers. I mm -hmm. must not do and be the, all that I'm called to be so that everybody else feels better, if that makes sense. Yes. And people don't say sin because they don't want anybody to feel judged or in what, but I'm saying that about myself and there was freedom in me calling it what it was and, and doing the work to, and honestly, so you don't even know you're on the journey of healing until you get to either side and you're like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like, mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I've grown so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause you're just sort of struggling and, and going with the momentum of your traumas or whatever you're trying to get past. And you're yeah. not even, when you're in the thick of it, you, you're just, you're in it. You don't see it. And then you're just like, Oh wow. I, I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here I am. Yeah. I found yeah. it. Here it is. Yeah. That, that, that's so beautiful. And, and I love the, the divine within that, that, and you know, whether you're religious or, or, you know, Christian or whatever religion you are, I, I feel like, uh, the divine within is something that people can relate to when you find what your calling is, right? Like what you are mm -hmm. truly meant yeah. to be. 
and whether you want to call it divinity or, or you know, just your true calling, whatever it is that you want to call it, I do think that there there is that within everybody, you know, and I think that people, um, there's so many people who sort of uh, ignore it or, or don't see it or whatever it is that's keeping them from it, that, that keeps them in a miserable state of mind or whatever it is. Uh, I, I, I feel like that, you know, you got to keep searching. You got to sort of keep on that path or else. It, I, I mean, I see a lot of people who grow older and just are unhappy and just hate what they do and they hate their job and they don't really care yeah. for their partner and like their kids are running yeah. around the airport being terrible or whatever it is. It, it, you know, like there's so many people that sort of ignore that side of them. Um, and, and, you know, it, it's very sad to see that. I, and I don't know. Do you agree with that? Do you agree that everybody sort of has something like that within them? Yeah, I agree with that. And um, and the way that I would probably word it mm. is, <clears throat> and that's the thing, that's why people are searching, because there is divinity uh, in them, um, calling out to the, the true and one divinity right? Mm. Searching for that home and that calling and the, why am I here? And I, I believe I can only find that in God. Um, but that there's that thing. And I feel like once you feel like you found it or stepped into it, there's kind of this groove that you step into. And I'm not saying life is all of a sudden perfect because right. it's not, because then you got to fight for what you found. You know yeah. what I mean? You got to fight to maintain yeah. uh, your joy in that. You got to but it's worth it. It's worth it. Once you found that it's so worth it. And, um, and then it, and it's so, this is how life is. It's so crazy. Cause that can change too right. in the blink of an eye. And then your life looks different again. And you got to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's what keeps us from becoming robots in this life. Right. Mm. From just saying, this is my routine. This is how you do it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it keeps you from becoming a bobblehead, you know, and then <laughs> it jerks you out of this. Yeah. <laughs> you get jerked out of it and you're like, well, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Yeah. And then you, you find the groove again. Yeah. Well, and then there's also a comfort in, in sort of just sort of going through life, and, you know, you know, not paying attention or not being, you know, introspective or, or, or looking for that divine divinity within. I, I feel like there is a comfort within that and you just sort of get used yes. to it. And, and yes. that's dangerous as well, you know, it, mm-hmm. and not, well, it could be physically dangerous, but, you know, just it, mentally and, and what, what you can create, literally you can create hell for yourself here, you know, yeah. and, and yeah. it's a, it's very scary. It's a very scary thing that, oof, it, it, it keeps oof. me on my toes. <laughs> it keeps me on my toes for sure. Um, uh, Del, I, uh, Question everything. There you go. Pizza Man says question everything. Um, Doe, I, I know you got to get going. So I, I would love for you, um, you know, in these last moments, is there anything you want to share before you, you part and, and go on with your beautiful life? My beautiful life. <laughs> I, I, no, I, you know, I, I, because I, I do think it's beautiful. And I always love I always love seeing musicians flourish. I think it's Thank the most you. beautiful thing in the world is when artists can live their art, their Thank life, you. their true artist life. So when I say beautiful life, I know it's not perfect. I know you have, oh, problems. No, you I... have, you have your same problems everyone else does. Uh, maybe not the exact, but you know, you gotta get up and put your 
you know, your pants on just like everyone else. Yeah. I, it's it, but but I, I I truly love to see other musicians like or, or artists in general just live their best artist life. So that's what I mean. Yeah. I wasn't you know. Oh no. Cheesy. No, I love it. I just was looking at my my messy room and I said, my beautiful life. <laughs> you're like, you're like, How much are those maid services? I think I can fit that in the budget. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Just being real, y'all. Just being real. Um, We appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I was like, should I say that? I'm going to say it. But um, I really feel led just in these moments to encourage people to lean into forward motion. That's kind of been the word on my heart. It's just like, you have to go forward. I don't care if it's an inch. I don't care if it's three steps. You have got to submit to forward motion in your life, whatever that looks like. Some of you are healing through trauma, like our sister said in the chat um, that, that um, about the power of a woman healing through her trauma. Oftentimes when we, we say, I'm going to get healed, it's because we can envision ourselves on the other side of that healing. And we want that so bad. So we step into the process of healing and then it hurts. And we're like, I would have never embarked on this journey if I knew it was going to hurt like this. But I just want to encourage you, wherever you are, lean into forward motion. Don't stop. Don't get stagnant. Don't turn around and go back to whatever your Egypt might be. But push forward on into healing and finding wholeness in your life um, and, and, and pursuing happiness and pursuing joy, pursuing health in your mind. And then for those of you who may be just discouraged in your career, submit to forward motion, whatever that looks like. And also redefine what success is for you. You never know. Sometimes what might be causing you to feel the weight of the world is that you have the wrong definition of what success or forward motion is. And it may just be that you leave this world empty of everything you came here with, whether that's in front of a small crowd, whether that's that you impact two or three people out of your whole life because you give your life to your two babies or or children that you're raising. Just decide that you're going to give it your all in every season and and be present wherever you are. And uh, and I just feel like too many people are discouraged today. And I always take on the challenge to call them up and say, keep moving forward. Um, The world needs you. Somebody needs what you have to say. Somebody needs your smile. Someone needs your existence today. And um, and that's what I would would say uh, at the end of my little (laughs) speech. (laughs) That was absolutely wonderful. And everybody in the chat really liked it too. Um, And Karji says, beautiful person all around. Thank you for blessing us today. And Ziggy, hey, Ziggy, welcome in. How you doing? Good to see you. And Ziggy says, keep moving and... And all, all that good stuff. I, I really appreciate it uh, very, very much. Uh, thank you so much, Doe, for being a part of the show. And um, I, I just, I had a wonderful time chatting with you. And I, I just, I love what you do. So thank you so much. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I forgot to tell you. There's probably going to be things like that that pop up. <laughs> but, I love that. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Thank you so much for having me No today. worries. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. Give Doe. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Everybody give Doe a round of applause. Hi, guys. Thank you so much, Doe. You enjoy the rest of your day.
so much, though. I really appreciate you coming on the show, sharing your truths, being honest about how you feel about you know life in general. It was just really great to have a a, a perspective, especially because you know we don't always have Christian um, artists on the show, and I, I, I again I. I have nothing against Christianity or anything like that. It's it's not what I subscribe to, but it's definitely uh, a big influence on our culture. So it's uh, it, to me, it's important to hear from artists that come from that world, artists that that live in that world. I, I just you know I find it fascinating. So you know, I I absolutely loved her album Clarity, which is out now. So please go support Doe and all that she does. And um, I am just good times with Doe. So thank you very much, Doe. And thank you so much for sharing your time. She's very busy. She's, she's a very busy artist. So it was very nice that she was able to make a little bit of time for us. Um, anyways, go follow and do all that good stuff for Doe. All right, guys, I'm going to jump on out of here. Uh, <laughs> I'm so exhausted. I just need to get some, some of this work done. And I'm going to take a nap. And then therapy. So... And that's all my day. Today's my day off. I got two days off in a row, and I need it. So I love you guys. Be good to your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.